0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1769. Five Reasons I Gave Up Coffee and Lived to Talk About It by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. Remember, this is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. And then, I give a little bit of my own commentary at the end. Oh, and before I forget, happy first day of summer for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, and happy first day of winter for our friends in the Southern Hemisphere. But beyond wishing us a very happy summer or winter, I'm going to keep this intro nice and short. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Five Reasons I Gave Up Coffee and Lived to Talk About It by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. When I tell people I want to take a coffee break, they're usually supportive until I explain that I don't mean to take a break with coffee, but to take a break from coffee. Then they think I'm crazy. I filled up my 30-ounce Yeti tumbler with black coffee like I do every morning. I drank it on my morning walk with my dog on my drive to work, and as I sat at my desk. As I licked the last drops from the bottom of the cup, I craved more. More, more, and more. I considered stopping by Starbucks for just a tall. That's when I realized it's time for a caffeine reset. More is not better when it comes to caffeine. I reset my caffeine tolerance every once in a while when I feel my coffee consumption getting out of control. One large tumbler is Three and three-quarter cups. That's a lot. Coffee in moderation can have health benefits, but like most things in life, too much is still too much. Four cups of coffee, seven days a week, is not an example of moderation. So, I gave it up. I get my body fat percentage analyzed once a month on a Saturday morning before I eat or drink anything. Once I got home, it was past my usual coffee time, so I decided it was the perfect day to start my caffeine fast. I didn't have a client again until Tuesday, so I had a few days to get it out of my system before I had to interact with humans. Some people who are smarter than me may choose to reduce their coffee consumption slowly over time instead of going cold turkey to help diminish the withdrawal symptoms. I wanted to get it over with. I went cold turkey from all to nothing. On day three of my caffeine reset, I felt like I was dying. Symptoms included a headache, foggy brain, low energy. Feeling tired and crankiness. I didn't realize my dependence on it until I took it away. I posted about it on Facebook in an attempt to entice internet sympathy. Comments included, Why do such an awful thing? Or, You're brave? Or, You have willpower? And finally, But why? Why give up caffeine? Five reasons I gave up coffee. One, For more natural energy. When I cut out caffeine, I feel more energized and clear-headed in the mornings. I mean, of course, after the crippling withdrawal symptoms subside. When my body adapts to my regular, supersized coffee consumption, my caffeine tolerance goes up. Then instead of drinking coffee for an energy boost or a pick-me-up, I need it to feel normal. I wake up in the mornings feeling like a zombie until I can pour coffee into my mouth hole. Once I'm off it, I wake up feeling clear-headed and ready to tackle my day. Two, to develop healthier habits. I write a lot about healthy habits, and it's good practice to challenge the status quo of your daily routine. What are your daily habits? I drink coffee every morning because that's part of my morning routine. Do I need it? What would my morning look like without it? Is there a healthier alternative? Examine your daily habits. You don't need to change everything or anything at all. Bring awareness to your habit patterns and evaluate if there are ways to make small improvements. Three, to challenge my comfort zone. It was uncomfortable to give up caffeine. What else is uncomfortable? Can you improve your health or well-being in a small way by trying something new and uncomfortable? Look at it as an experiment to discover something new about yourself. I learned I had a full-blown dependency on caffeine. Four, for better sleep. I learned in my DNA analysis that I'm a slow metabolizer of caffeine. I didn't think this was true until it took nearly seven days to feel normal again after going off caffeine. It was a rough week. My deepest apologies to the people who had to put up with me. I noticed right away that I was sleeping more soundly at night. I'm a deep sleeper anyway. Sorry to my poor partner and other insomniac types. But when I'm off caffeine, my sleep quality improves which is probably part of the reason I feel more energized in the mornings without coffee. And five, for running performance. I joke that caffeine is my performance-enhancing drug. I like to go off caffeine two weeks before a race, then have a cup before I hit the start line to enjoy the benefits of a caffeine boost on race day. Now, I feel great. I've replaced my coffee with naturally caffeine-free hot tea in the mornings, And while I miss the coffee aroma, I found hot tea is a suitable replacement for now. It takes so long to recover from the withdrawal symptoms that I'm not in a hurry to go back. Usually, I start with a small cup of coffee after two weeks, but this time, I'm staying away. I feel so energized, I don't want coffee. Weird, right? I'm sure I'll have caffeine again as needed, but my reset is a valuable reminder of not getting too dependent on any substances to feel normal. I'm certainly not suggesting everyone give up caffeine. I wouldn't do that. I don't want you to hate me. There's nothing inherently wrong with regular moderate consumption of caffeine. But if you find that you're pushing the limits of normal, it may be time to take a temporary break to rest your tolerance. It's a good practice to examine any of your automatic behaviors, also known as habits, and look for ways to improve them if possible. Do you think I'm crazy? That's okay. Most people do. You just listened to the post titled Five Reasons I Gave Up Coffee and Live to Talk About It by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I'll be honest with you. When I first read the title of this article, I thought, Oh no, this is going to be all about how bad caffeine is for you, and in my commentary, I'm going to have to gently explain why caffeine isn't all that bad for most people. But I was so happy when I actually read the article. Leah provided such an even-handed and clear message. If you enjoy your caffeine, no problem. Just do so in moderation, like everything else. Now, what does moderation mean for most adults? According to most health agencies, that means no more than 400 milligrams of caffeine per day. Now, that's from all sources, whether it's soda, coffee, tea, chocolate. Those all have caffeine in them, right? So, if we were to just say rely on coffee for all of our caffeine consumption, 400 milligrams of caffeine would be about 16 ounces of Starbucks brand coffee specifically. So, a grande. If you get more than this, it's still probably not an issue. For some... Up to six cups of coffee a day may be fine. But for others, like me and Leah, too much caffeine may start to negatively affect us. For me, if I get more than two cups of coffee a day, I won't be able to fall asleep later. So the important thing is know yourself. Know how your body responds to caffeine. What's too much for some might be too little for others. But using that 400 milligrams of caffeine per day is a nice starting point. All right, that's it from me for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.